0: Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of What's Really Up. I pulled a double whammy on you guys today so I have two episodes for you if you've already listened to my other episode. Thank you. If you haven't, what are you doing? Go listen. But anyways, for today's topic, I wanted to talk about therapy. Therapy, therapy, therapy. I'm saying that three times because Almost sometimes when you hear therapy, it gives you the same kind of feeling as when somebody says, like, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. But the reason that I wanted to bring up therapy is because therapy is not a bad word. And the reason that I'm describing it as a bad word is because for so often when my own therapy journey, every time I say, you know, I have therapy or I'm going to see my therapist, automatically what I get is, what happened? What's wrong with you? You don't need a therapist. What's going on? And the fact of the matter is that nothing is wrong with therapy. And it's funny because typically I like to respond by saying, something's not wrong with me because I go to therapy. Honestly, I think that nothing is wrong with me because I go to therapy. And if it were up to me, everybody in this world would be seeing a therapist. Even if you are only three years old, the second that you can open that mouth, it's time to go to a therapist therapist. And so I wanted to talk about some of the common myths and kind of breaking down a little bit of my own therapy experience to hopefully inspire or maybe even, you know, start someone else's own therapeutic journey. But when I first started out my therapy journey, I had a lot on my plate. Um, If you've listened to my previous episode about knowing your worth and commanding it, um, I had a traumatic relationship that was on my plate. I have um, fatherhood abandonment that's on my plate. And so there was a lot on my plate where I was just trying to bring it all together and kind of make it work. But at the end of the day, I had to recognize to a point that it was not working. And how I recognized that it was not working is by paying attention to how I was showing up. And what I mean by that is I was bringing too much of my trash to the kitchen And so again as I bring in more context about what that means How tacky that my voice did that but anyways (laughs) As I bring into more of the context about what that means to me is I was bringing Childhood trauma. I was bringing things that had nothing to do with my relationship. I was bringing reactions I was bringing kind of you know negative kind of connotations to this relationship that had nothing to do with that. And I had to unpack what was going on with inside of me internally to really show up as a better version of myself externally. And so when I started going to therapy, um, you know, one of the things that I most commonly heard all the time was, oh, therapy is so expensive. You know, it's like $200 a session. It's so expensive. And I'm not going to lie that at the beginning, that first Uh, Scared me and kind of made me strain away from even wanting to do therapy because when I started therapy, um, I was a broke college student, I did not have any extra money for any kind of type of therapy or anything else like that. But what I did find was that that was actually a myth to my understanding. And so when I actually went to therapy with my insurance, um, my initial insurance, it was $10 a session with Blue Cross Blue Shield. Um, I have a different insurance through my job now and where my session is now $25 a session, but still, again, very reasonable. Um, When I was in college, I also used my campus therapy, um, their their therapy program as well, and that was completely free. But now throughout COVID-19, there are so many additional resources that offer cheap um, or affordable therapy. And so there's a lot of online resources for, you know, doing therapy. There's the mental health hotlines, there's support groups, there are drop-in centers that you can get therapy from. But I would really honestly encourage you to look into your insurance and kind of see, you know, what they're saying about that um, and really maximize your benefits that you have to your best of abilities. Because therapy for me was something that has made such a difference in not only myself, but my relationships with my family, my relationships that are romantic, my friendships. It's allowed me to continuously work to be a better version of me. And initially I wanted to talk about another myth of when I first went to therapy that I had this context because I'm a younger black woman that I also needed to have a therapist that was a younger black woman as well. And I remember thinking that, you know, I needed somebody to understand, you know, that if I'm patting my head, my head is, I need somebody that understands, you know, the, the black context, you know, being black in America, I need somebody that gets all of that information. And what I later came to realize is that, I don't need a therapist that's exactly like me. I need a therapist that's going to be willing and go above and beyond to assist me in being the best version of me. And that is my incorrect myth because I did go and seek that black and younger therapist. And, you know, it was more like when I was doing therapy with her, it was almost like we were conversing. We were talking as girlfriends, but I wasn't really actively working to fix anything. I was kind of just going in there and saying, you know, this is the issue and this person pissed me off and this is what they did, but it never kind of revolved back into wrapping around me. And so I also think that there's a difference between the therapies that you do, there's a difference between active therapy versus inactive therapy. And um, I would say that that was a form of me doing inactive therapy. And now with my new therapist, you know, who is and who's older than me, and she's a white woman, but I absolutely love her. And the therapy that I do with her is 20 times more impactful and powerful than when I had somebody that was similar to me um, in background and skin tone and all of those items. It is more impactful because I'm doing a form of active therapy. And what I consider to be active therapy is setting a goal, setting an intention for what you want to do throughout therapy. So if my active goal or an intention is that I want to be a a better version of myself or that I want to unpack why I react the way that I do to certain things. And I want to change that or make my goal, may be that I want to have a better, you know, b- vision of myself. And so one of my goals, when I initially started therapy was that I wanted to stop negative self-talking to myself, because again, at some point I was talking so down to myself that I became my own worst enemy. And so I really wanted to kind of take that away. And through our work that we've done in therapy, I've been able to kind of challenge those things that I was saying to myself, not only do that, but reframe and reshift. I've been able to heal from things that I wanted to put behind closed doors that were paining me and that were coming up. And not only that, I learned how to better control my emotions and And how to sometimes sit in a space where emotion needs to move and evolve. And so when I talk about therapy, I think that therapy is so impactful because therapy allows us to recognize where we could serve better for and and a better version of ourselves. And I think it's important to say that it's hard to be a better person. It is. It's so much easier to be an asshole and to not care and and to, you know, do what you do and not care how it infects and not care how it influences anybody and not really care to to do any of those things. It's so much easier. But it's so much harder to really do the work on yourself. But I think that that work on yourself is so important because it allows you to really have the growth and and the ability to move forward. But another thing that I wanted to bring up is I think that sometimes in how we model ourselves as humans, like one thing that I used to hear from about, you know, from myself a lot of the times from my parents is do as I say, not as I do. And that is so hard when there's somebody in front of you saying, you know, do as I say, not as I do. Because, you know, for example, like my mom, she was cussing like a sailor. And then she'd be like, you know, don't use these bad words. Why? Shit, fuck, damn, you said it too. Those are the kind of things that, you know, I was doing when I went to school. I was cussing up a storm or, you know, I was doing this, but it was so hard to, you know, see this model in front of me. And then I'm supposed to create an imaginary image of what it is that I'm supposed to be doing and then follow that image. And it wasn't until my mom Went to therapy, and I saw her changes, and I saw the beauty that came from what the work that she was doing. I saw it in how she talked to us, how she handled situations with us. That I recognized how big the impact of therapy really is. And the way that she parented us pr- prior to therapy versus after therapy is, is, is magnitude a 100 times different. But it makes me happy because now in the stage where I'm at, I'm able to be able to turn myself into this version of my mom where I'm able to take it and pass that down to my children and then pass that down to my children. Because so often, especially within the black community, you hear, you know, you don't need therapy. You don't need somebody telling you what you need to work on. Work on it yourself, give it to God, pray on it. Those are always the things that we hear. And so it almost makes you feel bad for wanting to or needing to seek that um, extra advice. And even as myself, for somebody that struggles with both ADHD and anxiety, I take medicine both for them for daily. It's hard sometimes to. to to have these things that are not often seen by the average individual. And sometimes I would find that before therapy with my anxiety and feeling overwhelmed and sometimes crying too easily, I almost began to beat down on myself and feel so bad because I felt like I couldn't control my emotions or I couldn't really describe to people what was going on with me. But as I sat in therapy, I recognized that instead of looking down on myself and finding everything that is wrong, but to look for the positives in the situation, and to find out how I can better control my emotions, doing breath work, breathing, taking deep breaths. Those are all things that I was able to learn through therapy. But therapy kind of gives you an extra magnifying glass on the outer perspective of not only yourself, but the relationships and the different elements that others around you may be bringing in. And a a good form of this is even as you look at your work life, recognizing that, you know, everybody has those own things that they bring with them. And for me, one thing that I recognize that the baggage that I was taking to the work environment sometimes is that I sit in the leadership seat as a younger individual. And so a lot of times people are quick to not respect me quick to kind of write off the things that I say and not think of them as as important and so that was the baggage that I was bringing with me is that when somebody you know wouldn't listen to me or something it it would hit me harder it would make me a lot angrier I would be upset because I'm like you know what the hell I'm young nobody wants to listen to this even if that wasn't their intention maybe they just didn't hear me this was all being internalized and so if I had that much internalization behind the things that I'm saying imagine how much internalization your other co workers have, or your other friends have, or those relationships that you have. And even how I showed up in relationships, I recognized that, you know, I had to heal from my trauma of having somebody cheat on me and having somebody um, emotionally abuse me and having somebody threaten to put their hands on me. I had to deal with that trauma because otherwise, in my relationships, I'm showing up as a person that's. Waiting for something negative to happen, waiting to be cheated on, waiting for somebody to kind of emotionally abuse me and say, you know, mean and horrible things. Those are all of the elements that I was waiting on and just waiting for them to appear. And so. As I began to go through my therapy journey, I'm slowly but surely learning how to break down these things. And not only that, but myself and my family, we've done therapy as, you know, sisters. We've done therapy as mother to daughter. We've done therapy um, as individuals. But not only that, even my mom and dad have done therapy for, you know, um, for working on themselves. But I think that therapy is such a big component because you really never recognize how much you're bringing to the table until you show up and you're at the table with it. And you're like, Oh shoot. I do have, you know, three suitcases full of baggage that I kind of was just dragging along with me that I didn't recognize. And so therapy is not a bad word. I go to therapy weekly. I actually look forward to my therapy. I look forward to setting these goals. Not only that, but My therapist helps to remind me of everything that I've been through She helps me to remind me is that sometimes when I fall into these spaces and i'm thinking, you know I'm, not good enough or i'm not doing this or etc. She helps me to remind me but hey, listen Three months ago you were working on this and look at the change that you've made now So I know that, you know Finding a good therapist is something that is not easy. I think that the best thing that I did is I searched up, you know, award-winning therapists near me in my location, or I I spent a lot of time looking at reviews. I also look for things that therapists specialize in. Do they specialize in anxiety? Do they specialize in ADHD? Do they do holistic methods? Because as somebody that's spiritual, I like to be able to talk to my therapist about my intuition, about doing meditation and things like that. And so those are also things that are important when you're considering a therapist. Another. Form- that is important for you to consider is whether or not you want to do in-person therapy versus um, telehealth. And so telehealth is another thing that became big during COVID, but telehealth actually allows you to do therapy such as like on FaceTime or, um, well, not really FaceTime. It is kind of like FaceTime because you're like, you know, it's, it's the same kind of concept, but it's a different kind of secure platform that makes sure that nobody can hack in and hear what you're saying or things like that. It's just for you and your therapist. But I have actually never sat in a therapist Office. I've only done telehealth therapy. And so I can't really speak from kind of going in person, but I will say that therapy, whether it's online or whether it's in person, from my opinion, is just as impactful. It's just as um, it, it really just does imply the most magnitude. And I really believe that therapy opens a lot of doors and a lot of recognition for your own self that you wouldn't have previously had. And To kind of go along within that context, if you aren't able to, you know, get to a therapist immediately, I, I challenge you to at least explore the idea of therapy and explore the idea of beginning to journal, explore the idea of beginning to kind of give yourself that time where you're sitting with your inner thoughts, where you're meditating. And I absolutely love meditation because again, it brings you back to that space of being mindful and bringing and listening to you. And so I've done guided meditations, even when I felt depressed, I've done a guided meditation for depression Uh when I felt insecure a guided meditation for insecurity And I literally go on youtube and I search up these items and these are the meditations that I do And I wanted to share that with you all because there's so much power in the subconscious mind You don't always have to be awake I have literally gone to sleep and woke up feeling absolutely positive and amazing based on a therapy that I did or sleep hypnosis So I really challenge you to um, try that as uh, as well, but I challenge you to start journaling too a gratitude journal, being able to say, you know, I woke up this morning and these are the things that I'm grateful for. Waking up in the morning and being able to say, you know, this is what, this is my intention. This is what I want to get done today. That this today is going to be a great day, setting the tone for your day. And honestly, a lot of people really need to recognize how impactful that itself is, is setting the tone for your day, because even when you have a bad morning, I would before have a bad morning and allow that to literally like define my entire day I've had this pissy morning now i'm gonna have a bad day Now i'm gonna be mad all day and therapy helps me to kind of take that first moment And not let it get to me to take that first moment and say, you know what? Let me find the positive in this situation Okay, I woke up this morning and you know the dog shit all over the rug for some reason. You know what? Let me take this as an opportunity to get my rug professionally cleaned. It was dirty anyway. It's had dirt on it since last year and I did need this moment to get it professionally cleaned. Today it kickstarted it for me for sure, but what positive can I take out of this situation? Instead of, you know, getting up in the upward, uproar, I stubbed my toe. Okay. Maybe I was moving a little bit too fast. Let me take a moment to take a deep breath. To take a moment to calm down before I get in the car. To take a moment to rewind and say, "Okay, this is not going to serve as the remainder of my day. This is not going to serve as as the starting point for my day. And so even therapy has allowed me to kind of jump into that element where I'm able to kind of reshift and retake the context away from there. But I think that the biggest importance of therapy is that It's about self-improvement. It's about being a better version of yourself. And if there's any challenge that you should take on in this life, I think the challenge should be to show up as a better version of you. How can I communicate better? How are things from my past still affecting me? How are things that I haven't healed from blocking my joy that I'm from today? These are all things because what you resist, it will persist. So all of those things that you haven't dealt with are all of those things that you haven't healed from that you swept under the rug, or maybe you haven't had that conversation with that person, or maybe those feelings of self-worth, those feelings of abandonment and feeling like nobody's supposed to love you at your core. Those are all things that therapy helps you to work on because otherwise you're showing up as a broken individual in everything that you do. You're showing up like this at work. You're showing up like this in your relationships with your spouses. You're showing up like this in your relationships with your children. And in order to be a better version of yourself, you have to be willing to work on yourself. And so that's really my nugget for today about therapy, because I really want to kind of challenge the approach of just being okay to say, you know what? I do go to therapy or I want to go to therapy or I want to, you know, be a better version of myself. I want to meditate because so often those are often the things that sometimes people do. They look at us and they go, oh, well, what are you doing that for? Or that's crazy, or that's super expensive. I don't have the money for it. So I wanted to offer some insight in a different approach to therapy itself because I think that it's such an important aspect of my life and where I stand today that I really want to encourage um, all of you to kind of take this step, especially my men. Because especially as men, there's such this, Almost expectation for you to remain strong, this expectation for you to kind of remain tough and to remain like you have it all together. And so sometimes when there's that expectation, and in and, and other odds, you almost forget or you almost look over, you know, those emotions or what's really sitting inside of you. And so let it be okay to get it out. Let it be okay to really open up and say, you know, this is what I'm going to do. Let that be kind of your signal or that, or, or let yourself know that you have permission to do so. And so signing off today on what's today's episode with what's really up today. What's really up is therapy. And it's okay to go to therapy therapy is not a bad word, but it's a good word It's the best word. I love therapy and I want to invite you all to love it with me again if you have any questions about any recommendations of therapists that I may have any recommendations for online therapy or any of those resources please 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 feel free to comment feel free to send any of your questions I'm always always happy to share my resources so again on today's episode of what's really up this is your host Brianna Hobson and that concludes today's episode thank you so much for listening